That's right, Chuck. Hello there. Assemble. Ninety-nerds, we're live, and we're here to talk. I'm here with Austin, gang, gang, baby. Sean, we're switching it around this week. Ninety-nine gang on a scale of one to nerd, we're a ninety-nine. That's facts. <laughs> What's the 99 gang sign look like? I can't even put it up. Good. They'll come from the woodlands. (laughs) All right. Well, today we're here to talk about the top 25 worst MCU characters. Is that right, Austin? That's right. 25 worst, baby. 25 worst of the worst. We're going to preface this real quick with what we mean by worst. We're excluding little minor characters like cameos, like your Elon Musk is the worst of the worst, but he's just a cameo. He can't really count as a character. Howard the Duck. None of that nonsense. We're talking about real characters. And also, when we say worst, we don't just mean, oh, I hate them so much. It's like, well, because they could be a villain. They could be a character you're supposed to hate. That's right, Chuck. So we're talking about characters that we feel are the worst because they're so poorly written, poorly executed. They're a mess. Right. It's like I ordered the, the spicy chicken nuggets at Wendy's. And you gave me you gave me regular nuggets, but they've been sitting all night in the in the Frosties batter. Or the McDonald's commercial shows a big juicy burger, and then you get it. It's just like a taco. Exactly, because you went to Taco Bell. <laughs> I actually did before that. It was really late. <laughs> um, I think it's important to say where we're at right now in life. It is August sixteenth. So this list is based off of all the movies up until the last movie that came out, which was. No, you mean slash uh, MCU thing, which would be Secret Invasion. Mm. Right. Which I've, I've finished Secret Invasion. Good job. Sean. What, what's our next movie coming out? The, the Marvels. Marvels. Yeah. So just as a heads up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So characters, some of those can, <laughs> characters can change we from this point on yeah. so that we may have characters right. in this list that have not seen their full arc. A hint right. of That's things to come. To right. Right. Some of these characters may make their way off the list. Some new characters may shoot up to the top of this list that we've yet to discover. All right. So kicking things off at number 25, we're going to throw out... <laughs> A name that a okay. character that was absolutely wasted. And by that, I don't mean drunk. Quicksilver. Got wasted. Quicksilver. Wanda's brother. I don't remember his name. What's his name? Peter. Maximum. Yeah, Pietro. <laughs> Pietro. That's right. Nice, nice. Is that real? Is that accurate? <laughs> I, I'm not going to fast check that. Yeah, I think so. Why do you think he's of the 25 worst characters that have ever happened in MCU? I think because he had the potential to be one of the best. Mm. And he was yeah. wasted. It's sad. He's like, when you think about it, his power is like super OP. For sure. To be fair, I'm going to say it. I'm, I don't even care if the internet comes for me. Oh, no. I wish it was Hawkeye that jumped in front of him. Oh, my gosh. I wish the roles were reversed. And Hawkeye died. Is Hawkeye on this list? <laughs> I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> but do you think that maybe Hawkeye would have died and it had died inside at that moment because oh. his he somebody gave their life for his? Wow. Yeah. Also, maybe it wasn't really Hawkeye. It was the fact that Hawkeye had that like little kid with him 
it's like, oh, I would have totally not even bothered if you didn't have a kid with you. But like, <laughs> it's like the trolley problem. Yeah, Obviously, that little, save two people. The little kid grew up to be Kang. I wish. Oh my gosh. So it's like that moral question. Like, no, the kid, the kid died. The kid grew up to be <laughs> Thanos. <laughs> Barack Obama. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't that the premise of Civil War? Like, one of the civilians who got killed in that fight was the son of some lady, and she, like, threw a fit at Tony Stark about it because, like, my son died in Zakovia. Right. Yeah. Like, well, he shouldn't have been there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I saved a lot of people. I couldn't save him. My bad. It's his fault. Yeah, I think Quicksilver had potential to be great. We've seen the Quicksilver scenes from uh, the X-Men movies. We've seen what the Flash is capable of. Not so much in the movie, because um, we hated that movie, Ezra Miller. <laughs> but oh in like gosh. all the comics, Flash is like the key to everything. And like Quicksilver is the one who saves all the X-Men when the house blows up. And then this Quicksilver didn't even last one movie, and he got shot by bullets. Bolts are super deadly. I wouldn't recommend them. True. Well, I don't even... I think what's probably the weirdest thing about that character is he's not even Quicksilver because he's never actually been allowed to be called Quicksilver because it was still like a Fox deal thing. Right. They won't have that problem going forward. Right. But let me just say this might come up again in the list later on. Let me say this. They should have given more backstory to his character... And I think they should have done more quick silverbacks. What do you think? Man, silverbacks are already pretty strong if you make them quick. <laughs> Deadly. Then you're talking about top twenty-five MCU characters. Would you eat a Would you eat a, a silverback burger at Fuddruckers? Yes. Like made from a gorilla. Yeah. Dude, that pro- like, that protein content must be insane. I feel like it'd be hard to chew. Jokes on you. You probably already have. Speaking of gorillas, let's move on to number 24. At number 24, we have Todd Phelps. Get out! Uh, related to Michael Phelps, the Olympic uh, gold medalist, which really makes his downfall all the more pathetic. True. That's right, Chuck. So much to live up to. Yeah, so anybody who's seen She-Hulk knows who this is. Um, this is the secret villain that you come to find out at the end. The guy who's obsessed with She-Hulk... Um, who steals her blood and makes himself into a Hulk. Somebody's got to. Come at me, bro. I won't. I felt those <laughs> words. <laughs> I I don't know how much you guys want to dive into this character because uh, he just sucked. Well, Todd, Todd <laughs> Phelps, I guess in some way he's kind of... I flip-flop a little bit on how much of him as the worst, I think, because he's so spiteful and he's so selfish and narcissistic and Ugh. But uh, that's kind of how he's supposed to be written because he's like intentionally like this horribly obnoxious man that uh, pretty much ruins She-Hulk's storyline. Oh my gosh. And then that's what makes her stop everything and say, hey, my storyline's being ruined. I'm going to break through the fourth wall and go talk to Kevin about this. Right. But boy, I don't know. What would you call that? You wouldn't call that guy a neck beard, would you? He doesn't really have a neck beard. No. He's just like a desperate single guy who like is pathetic and lonely and reminds me of some people I know. Yeah, me too. At number 23, we've got Jane Foster. No! Lady Thor. Jane Foster. Uh, 
Jane Foster sat in the background for uh, like 12 movies, and I didn't have any hard feelings for her at all <laughs> until uh, Thor Love and Thunder. Taika Waititi really took her character, and he made it something. <laughs> yeah. I guess my problem with characters like this is like they had a role that they served, a purpose that they served. And she was the supporting character for Thor. And after all these stories are told and they need something else, they take these supportive characters and they pump them with some power without really explaining it. Mm -hmm. And that's one of my biggest issues that as we go through this list, I'll explain a little bit more because I don't want to waste it on Lady Thor. Um, I just think it's a cop out. I don't think there's a good story there. And for them to just say she went to see the hammer and it just gave her powers. Mm. Come on. The hammer knew her though, David. I think her character lost me when they did that um, Bluetooth speaker scene with Valkyrie. Remember that? No, that was... Yeah. Yes, you're right. What happened? It was like... I don't even remember what the Bluetooth speaker looked like. But she's oh, like, oh, is that, oh, she's like, is that a grenade or something? She's like, oh no, it's a Bluetooth speaker. And then they were playing they do their little bounce like, to it. Missy Elliott. And that's when I said, no more. Here, the the thing about Jane Foster for me that is kind of weird is that like, I felt like they they were trying just to do so many things with her character all at once, and that was a problem because one, she's dying of cancer. Someone had to go. Two, had to die. She becomes uh, like a new Thor. Which is the, both of these are interesting on their own, and then she reignites with Thor, and then there was like a fourth element of the movie that I didn't really know how to reconcile because it happens at the very end. Like you remember, they finally catch up to the villain at the end of the movie, and they're talking to Gore, the God Butcher, and it's like, "Oh, my daughter," and Jane's like, "Leave her with us. Yeah. We'll take care of her." <laughs> Okay, and then it's like, oh, by the way, I'm gonna be dead in 30 seconds, so I'm gonna like, this is your, this is gonna be your problem, Thor. Just so you know. Wait. (laughs) So I think even the story of the hammer it just ruins it. Like Mjolnir ruins it. Yeah, just like the how you can't harness Mjolnir without being like chosen or worthy. Yeah, worthy enough, and it's like that's Cap's story, right? And even Thor's story. Okay. Um, and then she comes along and just whatever. They spent 30 movies like telling you what the requirement was for Mjolnir and how it's like nobody is worthy. And then all of a sudden, yes, you are. I thought that uh, Jane in the earlier movies, because she's a scientist. Right. And so I thought like the kind of odd coupled uh, dynamic they had between her and Thor was Thor is this super powerful meathead who's also a fish out of water on earth. And then Jane is this very analytical intellectual person who has to like put up with this guy who is very powerful and they need his help, but it's also really hard to wrestle with his ignorance of things. So then when you get to Thor love and thunder, I felt like all of her like intelligence sensibility, like all that just like left. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then she was just like being goofy and weird and, I would remember reading online people saying, oh, no, maybe by having the powers of Thor, she's also picking up per- parts of his personality. I'm like, dang, except that's not in the movie. Right. <laughs> it's a dumb justification. That doesn't happen to Cap either. No. I'll say this, though. Natalie Portman, 
She's a bitch. <laughs> she's great. That's Padme. That's Padme. She's always she's listen. I'm on her side. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. David, hit us with the next one. All right, at number twenty-two, we've got Cassie Lang. She's a bitch. <laughs> Interesting. Man, Austin is killing it on the sounds Dude, today. I, that was tough. I had so to it's hard to talk about why Cassie Lang isn't very good unless you listen to our episode about Quantumania that we did. Which might be one of my favorite pods. But we talked talk about, about it. We talked about Cassie Lang <laughs> is um a teenage disaster in mm. that movie. Yeah. Yeah. I said I said it. I called it out first thing. Guys, I don't like her. And it's that same problem where all of a sudden, Cassie's got a suit and she can shrink. Right. It's like you spent these movies right. teaching us the importance of what it means to have that suit. Right. And then and the difficulty and the weight the of price it. The you got to pay. And, and right. that's, hero. that's Marvel's problem. And it's the same thing with the Thor, like we just talked about, how he's just going to give all the kids his power. And here's, love what, here's what it is. It's the superhero story problem where like you look back at Arrow on CW, where you see Oliver Queen and the struggle and being the Arrow and everything that he does. And then all of a sudden, everybody in his crew is a sidekick. Everybody in his crew learns how to fight and shoot. And it's like, it's easy. Can we just not? Yeah. Anybody can do it. I guess. Even Cassie Lang. <sighs> Remember when she made that speech to everybody? She like hijacked uh, Kang's, I don't know, his communication thing. Right. And she's like just like giving a big old speech to everybody. Nice try, Prince. Listen up, guys. We gotta fight. And I, I remember we were talking about like they gave me like really big uh kid from Black Adam vibes. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can like we this, put him in the list? Yeah, even though he's like DC. Really <laughs> super awkward moment where this character's supposed to be compelling, but it's like that's another thing too about Cassie, is I felt like there were opportunities to give her like like all you got to do to make a character sympathetic is put them in a situation where they're like up against it. And it's like, it requires them to like have to fight and like survive in a way they never have before. So here we go. We're having Modok chase her around trying to kill her. Mm -hmm. And like, okay, well she's up against the ropes. Like, come on, Cassie. We're, um, I believe in you now. Suddenly it, it happened. Good job. But it, he never got anywhere close to killing her. Right. And then when he got defeated by her, she just had this like horribly obnoxious, immature series of like right, right altruisms to tell him, which right. hurt my feelings. Yeah, I didn't and like my that. ears. <laughs> oh, and let's not let's not forget she stole that other actress's place. Yeah, yeah. The recast. She was always going to be off. She's always going to be on this list because of that. <laughs> Even if she killed it in that movie, that was how could you do it to us? That was dirty. I, I just can't stand how Marvel does such a good job of like forging the heroes. Ant-Man, Thor, Captain America, even Iron Man, like they forge them into the character. Sure. And now they're just taking these kids like Cassie and, oh, Cassie can access the quantum realm. She's smart enough, even though, okay, she's just a troubled kid. She but just sure. used chat GPT. It was easy. And now she's got a, <laughs> a suit and, oh, her dad does have to teach her how to fight. But all she had like, to learn how to do is punch. Right. Right. So that bothers me. So that's why she's on the list. Mm. <laughs> At number 21, we got Sharon Carter. Oh, my gosh. Gosh, Sharon Carter. What do you think about what do you think about old Sharon Austin? 
Sharon Carter is uh, top five wench. No, I don't know. I, I don't really have that much of a problem with Sharon Carter. So you guys need to. What about you, Dave? Tell me about her. So I wasn't going to say anything, Uh-oh. but I don't know who this is. <laughs> <laughs> is she Sharon Carter is. Um, you didn't watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I didn't. That's right. I refuse. Can I say why? Sh- you better. Falcon should not have gotten the shield. Whoa. That was Bucky's. And honestly, if it weren't for you two, Bucky would be on this list because of that. You know what I if think, If it weren't Dave? for you two, what does that mean? You two. Oh, Austin and Sean. <laughs> you know what I what think, What did Dave? YouTube do? I think you're going to watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and you're going to be like, wow. They answered that question I had. I don't want it answered. You do, though, Dave. Some people <laughs> want to watch the world burn. All right. Well. So anyway, uh, back to Sharon. Uh, Sharon is... The problem I had with Sharon is she completely changes character personality uh, between like what like it's like the BC and the AD of Sharon Carter is somehow like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. She's like a totally different character suddenly. That's actually really. She's good like call. a weird. Uh, what is she like? Uh, the I can't, what, you remember the name of her character was like the prospector or something. The yeah. the intelligence agent thingy the intel list Mm -hmm. it's like some dumb like name of like oh she's like a a grand organized crime boss behind the scenes or something like that and right she was annoying because she goes from like being this interesting uh secret agent who like lives next door to captain america right and this like little flirty kind of fun little thing where you think she's just like the cute girl next door and then you find out she's a she's an agent there to watch him you're like oh and then like caps on the run and then later on he 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 meets up with her in civil war because she's like one of the only people he kind of can trust still and then they have like a little kiss and it's like that's the first time <laughs> captain american probably ever kissed anybody yeah yeah, it's like yeah. really cute and you're like okay yeah sharon's all right and then and then her aunt was like the love of captain america's life and then at her funeral she gave this big impassioned speech about yeah, standing yeah. up for your convictions and everything yeah 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 like dang sharon carter's all right right and then they undid all that in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You're, that's actually, I forgot about all that. She's just a criminal. She's just a bad person. She she murders people. Yeah. No chill. None. Not, there's not even like for the greater good. No. It's just like, and that makes me sad. I don't like when people become bad people, Dave. Yeah, I agree. It's sad. Unless it's Game of Thrones. Whoa. We'll get into that later. <laughs> Next pod. All right. Well, the only thing that keeps her from being higher up the list is the fact that she kills a character that's much higher up the list. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. Little foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Oh my gosh. Comment Set if you up. think you know who it is. Reminder. <laughs> Pay off. Nice try, princess. <laughs> that was, I guessed on that one. All right, moving forward at number 20, we got Wakabi. Not Wasabi. Wakabi. <laughs> Why is Wakabi on here, David? To be honest, while you were talking about Sharon, I was looking up with. <laughs> Do you remember? You remember Wakabi he's from Austin? Black Panther. I remember Wakabi. He is. Um, he's a trader. He's yeah. He's played by a great actor. Uh, I can't remember his name for the life of me right now. But get he's, out. Yeah, that guy's great. You'll find it. Don't worry. Water. Yep. And he. Uh, but the, again, the problem with his character was, uh, I felt like they just did him dirty. Man, he just is. He just betrays yeah. all of his friends. His wife. Yeah. It's not even like look. Killmonger makes a really compelling argument. I think he's right. I think we got to like, I think we got to side with him on this, guys. 
It's like you know that like just flipping the switch will like disenfranchise you from all the people who care about you most, but he doesn't even care. No regrets, right. no loyalty. Lock yeah. that guy up. I not in my kingdom. I agree. He just completely turns his back on everybody. You're not my bro, bro. Nah. Who who is he married to? Okoye. Oh, number nineteen, Okoye. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so what's wrong with Okoye, Sean? I hated Okoye just more her, than I hated her Wakanda. Outfit. <laughs> her outfit in Wakanda Forever. Oh, what is that? The, the predator the, suit, the midnight angel, or something? More like the midnight owl. Oh, more like. Get out! No, <laughs> never mind. It's all coming together. I like that. I like that costume because it just looks like the character is constantly panicking. Yeah, <laughs> just <these laughs> shocked open eyes. Yeah, um, I don't that like. Suit was I, whack. I, I know Okoye is like a pretty cool character. I know a lot of people like Okoye. I just don't think I could ever be friends with her. She's just so violent <laughs> and angry and angsty. Yeah, and never gets along with anybody and just wants that's, to fight. That's immediately. very true. That's very true. You know those kind of people that you just feel like you can't make them like you because. They don't like anyone or anything. Mm. Yeah. Like, I feel like she never has done anything. Like, she's never used two hands at once in her life. Because one is always holding her spear. That's true. And I mean that not just literally, but metaphorically. Oh, that'll... She's always ready to start a fight. Yeah. And that is unfortunately not how things are done all the times. All the time. Uh, what's uh, Ramona, right? The queen? Right. When she when she was chewing a koi out. Whatever she said. <laughs> she got nominated for best uh, something. Yeah, that was good. Honestly, she should have just said, Time out, Okoye. <laughs> All you do is try to kill people. And now my daughter is in mortal danger. Correlation. <laughs> Coincidence. Yeah, all right. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okoye, more like Oy vey. Oh, you wrote that joke down. She doesn't have, no, she doesn't have any <laughs> negotiation skills. Well, I think she's an honorable warrior of Wakanda. You shut and up. She sticks <laughs> to her post. Would you want her to be your bodyguard? No. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> no, with that suit. Uh, <laughs> at number 18, we have Titania. Water. The worst <laughs> part of she. Nope. Almost. Hold on. Almost. The thing with that character is there's no backstory. She just, like, is on the scene and apparently she's like an influencer in that world and everybody knows her but she has super strength for some reason and like sure there's just not enough quicksilver backs of her character like what the heck happened she just wants to fight she hulk all the time for no just like all the time it's like we're at, it's like hey you're in court let's fight hey you're at a wedding let's fight hey i'm in the bathroom <laughs> i gotta go fight you <laughs> David, what did you think of Titania? Uh, I thought she was annoying. Facts. I thought it was very uh, out of place for her to have powers. She just felt like like a, a strong Kylie Jenner. Wow. And I don't... I don't know who Kylie Jenner is. I don't care for Travis. I don't care for Kylie. I don't care for their kids. I don't know who Travis is. Pray Sickle for Kanye. Are these, in M are these MCU wow. characters? These are Earth 616 characters. Oh, yeah. Or uh, nineteen ninety nine ninety nine. Austin, how would you have improved? Like, what if what if Titania had a had a come to Jesus moment, where she like got hit on the head really hard 
by She-Hulk at one point, and she's like, "What am I doing with my life? Why am I always so like selfish?" And well, I, that I need and, to like, change. Isn't the beauty of a Disney Plus series where you can really like give more information about the characters involved in your show, and yet there's way less info about her character than any character ever. It's true. You know, I have. She just uh, runs on the scene and is like, oh, she's powerful. She hates She Hulk. What is going on? I'll give you an analogy. Um, I've been suffering from having like fruit flies in my kitchen for a couple months now. Dang. Um, And I've been figuring, I've been trying to learn, like, what do I need? I'm I'm cleaning everything I can. Yeah, yeah. It's not getting rid of them. Okay, well, I'll do the little uh, apple cider and vinegar kind of in a bowl trick. Mm -hmm. Doesn't get them. Dang. So finally, I just bought. A uh, 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 like a fly zapper thing to get them, and I, and I think it's working. But the point is, they're just always annoying me, and it's like, oh gosh. But anyway, I had to I had to learn a lot about uh, fruit flies, how they breed, sure, you know what attracts them to your home, yeah, how to get rid of them effectively, humanely if possible. Mm-hmm. Point is, I know more about fruit flies than I know about sightseeing. <laughs> <laughs> Word. So. Titania is annoying, but not to the extent that I care to learn more about her. Mm. Right. I feel sorry for her. Yeah, she. it's like you don't want to keep watching She-Hulk. You almost turn it off at that point. Yeah, she's the reason for that. Uh, no, <laughs> well, <laughs> we might have some more reasons coming up. But at number 17, we've got Red Skull. I am a princess of Alderaan. Of Germany. <laughs> I just hit the red button because of Red Skull. That was the red button. There's just something so lame about Red Skull. He's like, he's just a Nazi villain. He's he's a mustache twirler. <laughs> he's twirled his mustache so many times. He's ripped all the skin off of his face. That's how he got that way. Yeah. And then... On top of that, he's a loser. Yeah. Oh. He doesn't even fight anybody. He doesn't. Captain America shows up and he's like, time for me to make my escape. <laughs> <laughs> he's like General Grievous. Oh, yeah. I hate General Grievous with that regard. But worse, because General Grievous is just a droid. Oh, Red yeah. Skull's a Nazi. Ah. Ugh. Gosh. Get out! <laughs> Talk about. It. Yeah. Red Skull. Is Any other thoughts about Red Skull? <laughs> no, I got nothing. You uh, uh, sounds like you just don't have any problem with Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Austin has cited. <laughs> That's not true. Uh, I thought Dave talking about how he doesn't feel like Sam should get the Captain America shield is bad enough. But yeah, now I got a sympathizer over here. <laughs> yeah, why don't you tell me about the, the smokestacks at Auschwitz and how they don't... I don't remember do? a single thing about Red Skull, honestly. I've seen. I've watched Captain America like four or five times. The first I, one. I guess I don't understand why he is watching over the Soul Stone. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. How did he get in that position? Well, he found the Tesseract, right? Did he find it though? Yes. Yeah, he had it. Hail Hydra. Dang, dude. How are you gonna say that? Just when you thought being a Nazi was bad enough, he got. He became a Nazi of Nazis. Yeah. He even got more down the occult. Deep end. He's like a Nazizi. Right? Nazizi. I don't know. What else? Moving on. At number 16, we've got Zeus. 
Oh, yeah. Get out! Get out, Zeus. I, I just couldn't stand him. And I don't want to say that about every character, but I think this was weird because Zeus is supposed to be like the highest power right. in, in Thor's world in this like they bring in like the gods Thor is the god of thunder and whatever right. Zeus is the god of lightning yeah yeah so this yeah. is like Thor's idol right and then they introduce him and he's just a sleaze bag he just over sexualized it's just gross yeah there's no like redeeming quality about him he's just how many parents walked out of the theater and had to explain to their kid what Zeus was saying what did he mean mom when he said this uh thanks a lot Taika putting us parents in a bad spot i think that uh zeus is awkward because he's like a, like we like we we said at the beginning like you know uh, just a silly little cameo isn't really enough to warrant being a worse character but zeus feels like a very overstayed cameo mm. it's like a bit a joke that's not really funny and they just keep going with it and that is thor love and thunder <laughs> it's yeah. awkward because um if you think about that whole scene they're in, uh, you know, this giant stadium with all the different gods, and Zeus is obviously the most vocal and active one in the scene, but, like, it's like 10, 15 minutes of just listening to him be weird and obnoxious yeah, and awkward. It was uncomfortable. Do you think that there's kind of like a... Do you think that uh, his his portrayal was written to be that awful because there's, like, kind of a weird fat phobia thing going on in the world today? I've never hated a fat in my life. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> you've, never hated, you've never hated a fat? Yeah, like saturated. Oh. Unsaturated, polysaturated. He's Like you said, he's sleazy. And then he doesn't really have a comeuppance for it. Mm-hmm. Like there's no uh, like justice served against him. He doesn't really like get to like have a lesson to be learned. He kind of just like gets... You think he gets killed. Right. But then like the end credit scene... He's still alive, and then he's like gonna sick his dog, or you know, sick his son on Thor like a dog. Mm-hmm. It's like, and this guy is—he's a dirty—he's a dirty dog, and he didn't learn a thing. And maybe in maybe in the next Thor movie, we get a little bit more Zeus. Yeah, do you want to see more of Zeus though? I don't, and that's the thing, and that's yeah. why he's on the list. It's with that accent. Yeah. Who is it? Russell Crowe. Yeah. Yeah. Russell Wilson. Russell Crowe. Do you think that um, Russell Crowe was miscast, or do you think he was the right guy for the I role? I mean, who would you have as Zeus? Me. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Ian, Ian McKellen. Ian McDermott. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no. You will die. <laughs> He's already got it figured out. Exactly. The lightning part. That would have been good, yeah. All right. God of lightning. Go, David. All right. At number 15, we've got Ivan Vanko. AKA Whiplash from Iron Man 2. Yeah. Seems like <laughs> 37 years ago that movie came out. Yeah, Whiplash is like that phase one. Was it still phase one? Yeah, Iron Man I think two? so. Yeah. yeah I, where they, the, the villains were just like, what's the, what's the stupidest, laziest, easiest path of least resistance villain we can make? Throw it in the movie. Go. That's what I was going to say. He's so like. Like he just rolled out of bed and he's gonna go fight Iron Man. <laughs> right. That's like yeah, what it feels literally. like. It's like who's a popular actor right now? Uh Mickey Rourke. He's having a resurgence. Let's just throw him in a suit and call him Whiplash. Yeah. 
I feel like Iron Man's villains all have like the worst origin story. Yeah. They all were like slightly slighted by Tony Stark at some point, and they're like, that's it. I'm getting an electric suit together. <laughs> yeah, literally every single one. And even like uh, Mysterio yeah. is technically an Iron Man villain. Yeah. Tony yeah. Stark turns out has ticked off a lot of people by being a billionaire. Yeah, you got uh, Iron Man 1 is Obadiah. the villain. Oh, what is it? Obadiah. Obadiah. His partner, yeah. You got Obadiah. His, yeah, his business partner. Right. Two is this Russian guy who apparently created... I want my board. Yeah. Is the bird on this list? (laughs) The bird's all right. Should be. And then who's number three? The Killian. Mandarin. uh, Mandarin. Yeah. Adrian Killian. Did we put him on the list? Who was ignored by Iron Man? Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, Mysterio. Let that be a lesson to you business owners out there. Oh my gosh. Don't ignore the little guy. Ever. Show him. Show him. Respect like you would expect to be respected. That's mm-hmm. right. Uh, you got to give this to Whiplash though. He's got a he's got a unique gimmick. A toothpick in his mouth. <laughs> oh, I mean like the whips. Oh yeah. <laughs> Honestly, as a kid, I thought the whips were cool. Yeah, he fights him at a NASCAR event or something. And you were literally like eight when that movie came out. <laughs> but that's the funny thing too about Whiplash. It's like, why are you fighting Tony Stark here? Like one one cop could shoot you. Yeah, that's what are you doing. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? There should have been a scene where the police were like, Whoa, stop that! Hold on. This is Iron Man's fight. <laughs> <laughs> he has to do this. Do not intervene. Yeah, It's like yeah. that scene in Gladiator. I've actually never seen Gladiator. Oh my gosh. You never watched Hero, did you, either? The Jet Li movie? No. Oh my gosh. You guys are so uncultured. Jet Li the one? That one's good, too. I'm, ta- <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about Hero. <laughs> All right, David, hit us. All right, at number 14, Gosh, we have... 14, here we go. The Ancient One. The Ancient ah. Doctor Strange. How did you pronounce that one more time? The Ancient One. Okay. <laughs> She's anxious. Ancient One. She's a very old, anxious person. I don't know. All I see is the witch from Narnia. <laughs> I see her. <laughs> That's good. And I've never liked it. That's not a bad so comparison. Just correlation. <laughs> She's on my list. <laughs> Sean, tell us why the Ancient One sucks. Respectfully. Uh, Whitewashing aside, <laughs> oh, the uh, the ancient one's hypocritical. Like I think one of the biggest premises about her character in that movie is like she's all like strict about don't use the dark powers, don't draw from the dark realm, blah right. blah 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 blah. And then uh, you know, like okay, we got this big bad villain, and he's gonna destroy everything unless we do something. And then it's like, okay, well, Ancient One, you have the time stone. Can't you, like, pretty much solve this issue in, like, three seconds? But then she doesn't. And then come to find out later that uh, the Ancient One has been, like, drawing power from the Dark Realms or whatever to, uh, like, magically prolong her life anyway. Mm. Just a hypocrite. Say one thing, do another. Mm. You know, Jesus had a a few things to say about you. Ancient One. Got her. Got her. Monkey see, monkey do. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. Monkey poo all over you. Yikes. (laughs) So it's like the idea of a character that just like bends the rules for themselves. Right. I like that. Do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. Yeah. Just a bad person. Not a hero. She should. Not in my book. She should be a uh, political. At least Red Skull. (laughs) At least Red Skull and Whiplash are like obviously 
bad guys. Right. Like, they don't try to hide it. Right. Right. She does that in Narnia, too. <laughs> Talk about she, she acts all nice to Lucy. Oh, my gosh. That's right. That's probably why they it's cast... very on uh, brand for her. That actress is great. I can't remember her name right now, but that's probably why they cast her, because they couldn't get the witch from Chronicles of Narnia out of their head. <laughs> <laughs> can't sleep at night it's keeping me up i gotta I gotta put her in this movie but sir she's not even uh, she's not even from nepal like it's, it's the ancient one like it's completely a different race gender everything no maybe you're right shave her head <laughs> <laughs> no one will notice <laughs> don't worry all right moving on at number 13 we got dormammu they fly now. also a doctor strange villain dang come to bargain i don't remember anything about that character <laughs> and that's what's wrong with dormammu yeah they build him up as like this giant galactus level threat he is going to destroy the universe and he's like he's so overpowered he's so like absurdly hyped up but then he just becomes so generic and incomprehensible as a character yeah like he's only introduced like in the last f- seven minutes of the film and then they treat him like a big joke because like it's it's a gag of like Doctor Strange catches him in a loop yeah re- putting him in a time loop also yes. like think about like just think about design for a character okay we gotta create like this super powerful ultra godlike being hey don't run from the lord alright well we're gonna uh, what should we do okay uh, I'm thinking I'm gonna have a big purple cloud and I'm gonna put a face on it <laughs> okay yeah 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 then uh, what about voice uh, how's it gonna sound I'm gonna get just anyone and I'm gonna just put a little drop their voice down filter nice yes, the sir. whole like imagine the whole movie you're hyping up the villain is desperately trying to get this guy to return to destroy all of eternity. Mm-hmm. And then you encounter him and it's like, it's like a 13 year old wrote this character. We need a fart noise sound on this thing, Sean. Yeah, I think I've he's, intentionally, I actually intentionally got rid of the one that was already installed on it. Dang. So uh, I think he's, so this would be one of those characters where super hyped up, didn't do much, didn't live up to the potential, probably in the comics had a much bigger role and just in the MCU, they super downplayed and nerfed him. You guys ever see a, a, the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie? Yes. Remember the villain from that? Yes. It was just like a cloud face thing? Yeah. That's Dormammu. Yeah, that's good call. But at least the Green Lantern one was in like half the movie. Right. Whereas Dormammu is just like... One scene. Yeah. Doesn't he just make a deal with him too? Or something like that? Yeah. I've come to bargain. Yeah. Here's they did they did the character of Dormammu better in Loki season one, where it was like the giant beast thing that was in that oh, yeah, weird yeah, yeah. realm that was like going to destroy everything, and then you had the yeah, yeah, yeah. then you had like eventually the old Loki stood up to him like what's it called something potential was his uh his phrase. I don't remember. Limitless potential or Oh yeah. The unbearable weight of massive talent. Something <laughs> like that. Oh like, yeah, that's a there that's how you do a cool giant purple cloud of a villain. Right. Remember that's- Lost, the smoke monster? Oh, talk about it, Sean. Remember Galactus from like 
Silver Surfer, Fantastic baby. Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. Dude, classic. Dormammu, what a joke. Got him. I'm not hit, even afraid of him. Hit us, David. At number 12, we have Thena from Eternals. How much do you remember about Thena? I've never seen Eternals. <laughs> Me neither. You both haven't seen Eternals? <laughs> it, it's considered one of the worst movies, and Harry Styles is in it. Then why'd you want to do a worst characters of Marvel list if you don't <laughs> even want to go down to the depths? You don't even to want find to watch out. the worst movies. Uh, it's on my list, and I've heard nothing but terrible things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of these days, Austin's going to post his list. <laughs> hey, after after this list, I have I watched something on my list, and I'm going to talk about it. All right, like let me summarize. Ten seconds. I'll summarize Threena. Threena. Athena in three in three ways real Bring quick. It. One, she is suffering from some sort of amnesia psychosis problem, mm. which makes her a fantastically annoying character to watch. Mm. Two, she because of this problem, number one, she is a constant liability to the team and their mission. And then three. They have her love interest killed off in the movie, thus leading to her having a very underwhelming revenge subplot. Oh. And so it's like just a a very unlikable detour that they create with this movie, with this character in that movie. Isn't it uh, Angelina Jolie? Yeah, played by Angelina Jolie. Okay. You get Angelina Jolie in the MCU. Mm. And she's on our worst list. And she's... You know who she is? She's Cortana from <gasps> Halo 4. Oh my gosh. Or is it Halo? F- it's Halo 4. Where she has amnesia? Yeah, and she's just like always like flipping out and going crazy and saying yeah. weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Screw that. If there was like a worst of the, not MCU, but just the U, <laughs> just the universe, Cortana would be, <laughs> would be pretty, would be pretty close to the top of that list. Word. Athena is Cortana. <laughs> Hashtag. Not my Cortana. Not my Cortana. <laughs> hey, it's David. At number 11, we've got Ralph Bonner. It's not it. <laughs> is it? It's Ralph Boner. You see, you that's put me the, in charge the, of a list. That's, that's the joke. <laughs> I see. Do you remember him? I do. This was the guy in WandaVision. Yes. He played the Quicksilver in the 20th Century Fox X-Men movies. Yes, correct. So this is a little tease at the fact that Disney and 20th Century Ooh. have now combined. Oh Disney my gosh. Them. Disney now owns the rights to X-Men. Oh my gosh, are they going to bring them in? Dude, Here's a tease. We're going to bring Quicksilver. It ends when they introduce him. It ends on a, cl- a cliffhanger. Yeah. End of the episode. With uh, that, whatever her name is, lady, is like, what the heck? They recast Quicksilver? Agatha. Or whatever she said. Yeah. They recast Pietro? I'm like, oh. And then, like, cut to the credits. Like, oh, shoot. Can't wait to watch next week. What's going on? Big nothing burger. Big nothing burger. What were some of your thoughts, Austin, when they revealed that, like, oh, no, this isn't, this isn't, this isn't her brother. This is, like, an awful, terrible meta joke that doesn't make anybody happy um 
I will say that I wasn't keeping up with those episodes as they were happening. And I saw Instagram like going insane, like, oh my gosh, they're doing it. This is how they bring in the X-Men. They're finally, this is, because it was like right after they worked all that out. Whatever yeah. it is they worked out, they worked it out. And then it's like, boom, he's in WandaVision. And it was like, you gotta watch WandaVision. Is Wolverine gonna be in WandaVision? What are they doing? Anything's possible. They weren't doing anything. So yeah, I think uh, that that character is just like a big slap in the face. To they, they didn't mean to, but they slapped everybody in the face with that episode. And then you find out later, his name isn't, it's not Pietro. Just like as a weird recast. It's a guy named Ralph. <laughs> yeah. Boner. Whose mind was was manipulated by, by Agatha, right? And can you imagine how differently that all actually would have been if instead of that actor um, from the Fox X-Men movies, they just got back the guy who played her brother from Age of Ultron? Mm. Like he just shows up at her door? Right. Would have been very, very more like intentional. Like, oh my gosh, wow. Like, yeah, that's her brother. He's back. And it's yeah. like, then it becomes more of a tragic thing of like, she's making these things all up to make herself feel better. And then maybe Quicksilver isn't on our list at all. Yeah. Exactly. That's what makes Ralph Boner terrible. He ruins two characters. <laughs> if not three or four. Because now I don't even like that guy in the 20th Century Fox movies anymore. Oh, no. He's so good, nope. Sean. Nope. They do the really good slow-mo nope. uh, scenes that I love. Nope. Nope. <laughs> you know what he's doing in all those slow motion scenes? What? He's be- he's taking a longer time being stupid. Dang. He's only... He's... he's the worst character, but just in slow motion. Wow. So you have to spend more time with him. Oh, no. It's like, imagine if the Nicole Kidman ad during the AMC 3 was being played in slow motion. Exactly. Yikes. Your movie starts in 47 minutes. Because <laughs> we need that. All of us. All right, we have officially reached our top 10 worst MCU character. At number 10, we have Ajak. Oh my gosh, we need to redo this list. You guys don't even know Ajak. Eternals? Man, Sean, you put Ajak on this list, and I said, I trust Sean. (laughs) Ajak is objectively worse than Athena. I'm sorry, Athena, not Athena. Mm. Although I think in the Eternals, they make that joke of like somebody asking if her name is Athena. But then it's like, no, it's Thena. That's dumb. <laughs> oh, you guys got to watch it, Eternals. Let's do an Eternals episode. Dude. Where we just, you guys watch it and we ta- we tear it apart. I'm right. down. Let's do it. I'm in. Ajax is, uh, <laughs> Ajax totally is ostensibly the leader of the Eternals. Okay. Played by Salma Hayek. Okay. And uh, you're watching the movie, which the first, you know, whatever it is, 10 minutes of the movie is like an extended prologue and you're learning about her role and how she leads the team and she's very motherly and nurturing and like always encouraging to all the Eternals and like keeps them all focused on the goal. You're like, okay, I'm excited to see, you know, what happens to Ajak, you know, is she gonna like uh, have to work harder than ever before to keep the team together? Uh, No, she dies off screen. She's gone. Oh, she's dead. Someone had to go. Someone had to die. But oh somebody gosh. didn't have to die off screen. And then for the characters to find her dead body, like 30 minutes into the movie. And then her being dead forces the characters to find out what happened, which is ultimately a red herring because the person who killed her is one of the Eternals on the team. Oh my gosh. And so... 
the whole movie's plot is trying to find Ajax Killer. Oh my gosh. And that's like a complete waste of time. She is a prop character. Nothing in the movie changes if Ajax didn't exist. Mm, got her. Like Ajax could have Ajax could have been a a a bag of jewels that was <laughs> stolen and they're looking for it. Mm. And also Selma Hayek is just kind of like comes across as like her performance is like super pretentious. So we've got some high profile actors and actresses on this list that just like flopped. I'm excited about the rest of this list because I'm starting to get more and more afraid that it's only characters I know about, <laughs> even though it's on the tops of our list. Here's the reality, Sean, you put more effort into this list than me and David did. Yeah. And that's really what it comes down to. And Sean happening. has notes next to every cell. That's and it's like, dang, happening. I mean, he's got reasons for it. I trust him lately. You're the goat, Sean. <laughs> yeah, you're very logical with these. I'm more so like, I don't like their face. I'm gonna, <laughs> they're on my list. <laughs> Same. Is that For example. Treat, is that how you treat people? Do I treat people like that? Yeah, you just don't like their face and so you don't like them? Uh, I'm more of like a voice person. If I don't like your voice, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's, that's so, worse. <laughs> that is worse. At number nine, we've got Jan Raj. Rog. Young Rog. <laughs> Young Rog. Young Roger. Young Roger. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Roger when he was younger, forget it. Worst MCU character. Now tell me what you remember about Jan Rog, played by Jude Law in one of your favorite movies, Captain Marvel. I do like that movie. So <laughs> I know he was like the mentor, the teacher, the fight instructor. Like, let me teach you the ways. Let me build you up. Let me show you the ropes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the movie thought you thinking one way in the beginning, and they change your mind of who really is the bad guy, which becomes him. Sure. This guy has been teaching Captain Marvel, don't give in to your emotions, don't turn to the dark side, which we love Star Wars for. Um, so I'll let you explain why you hate him for this reason. <laughs> so you're 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 correct in that. On paper, Yon Rog isn't really that bad of a character. He's like you know he's a secret villain that's been done before and has been done fine, right? Mm-hmm. Like oh he uh, he seemingly is on her team. He's seemingly on her side until she learns the truth. <gasps> he's secretly been a bad guy. I've been working for the bad guys the whole time, and now you she's like, now? yeah, she's got to like try to find a way to. To redeem herself, right? But here's the problem. What is Captain Mar... We'll get into this later. (laughs) But do we get Captain Marvel's character arc in her movie from anybody other than Yon-Rog? No. Like, Like you said earlier, he's the one telling her, don't be emotional, don't do this. Like, is any other character in the movie trying to talk to her like that? No. And that's the problem with Jan Rock. He's he's the definition of gaslighting. Mm. You're a coward. Man. Now, a character that does that in a movie that is uh essentially about a a woman as the lead is interesting theoretically. Like, oh yeah, you know, she worked it's her boss who she's a lot smarter than, a lot stronger than, but he's always like talking down to her and making her think she's not capable like she really is. Right. Like that's all is kind of interesting but the problem with this character is this is a movie 
and dialogue matters. How you present things in a movie matter. So when I'm watching a scene with Jude Law telling Brie Larson, you need to control this, you need to focus on this, this is important, this is important. As an audience member, I'm thinking, oh, here we go, setup. And then later on, he repeats it back to her. And I'm like, oh, reminder. I know about that. And then it's like, I'm waiting for the payoff. The payoff is that nothing he said mattered. (laughs) Right. He didn't know what he was talking about. He he might as well have been like, uh, he might as well have been a flat earther talking to a mannequin Skywalker. Like he just did did totally unrelated things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he kind of is an awful character. Oh my gosh, bumping mics. He's an awful character because he confuses not just the main lead of the film, the hero, the protagonist. He's a bad character because he completely confuses the entire story. Mm. He sets everything off on the wrong direction. Right. Captain Marvel's arc, it's not like her arc was, oh, I've been told my whole life to, to... constrain my emotions and then by the end I realized no I have to really let them go mm. her arc has nothing to do with that <laughs> none of that's even relevant so we're t- he's like he's th- this is a guy talking to a completely different character in a completely different movie and he just ruins everything I think there comes a point you need to take responsibility for your own actions though and we'll talk about it <laughs> <laughs> so at number 8 we've got Eleanor Bishop did you watch Hawkeye Dave? No, and I have a problem with Hawkeye. <laughs> He's he they take him too serious for his own good. The Avengers I almost put Hawkeye on this list. Almost. Okay. In Avengers, this guy has the most confidence I anybody. <laughs> what a kitch. He's sitting there shooting arrows without even looking. He's a human. He is a human being. Now, sure. There's billions of aliens in the sky. Yeah, if you launch, you're going to hit something. But aren't you uh, but aren't you like attracted or at least like compelled by a character who's really skilled who gets the job done? Yes. Boba Fett? Legolas. Legolas? I yes. But he's too cocky amongst people mm. who are actual sure. heroes. It makes him come across as either unintelligent or maybe compensating for something. Yes. So his show comes out. Your confidence I, is your weakness. I refuse to watch his offspring follow their dad's footsteps. Wow. All right, I, I desperately need you to say, I, re, I desperately need you to stop with this. I refuse to watch a show because A or B. I just haven't had time to watch yeah, That's why you're not watching, let's be honest. Did you watch Hawkeye Austin? No. God. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> So, who is Eleanor Bishop? Um, so, there's a show called Hawkeye. <laughs> it's about a guy who used to be on the Avengers, but now he's, like, going deaf because he's been blasted through too many windows and fallen off too many buildings. That's right, Chuck. And then there's this girl named Kate Bishop who is, like, his biggest fan, and she and grows up learning how to shoot a bow and arrow, too, because she thinks he's cool. And then she's got this mom named Eleanor, who is she's a wench, <laughs> and she's just so. Basically, uh, Kate Bishop's dad accidentally got killed on uh, 
on the battle for New York in the first Avengers movie. Oh, no. Because mm. Hawkeye was being too confident. <laughs> exactly. But Blind before him. that happened, Kate Bishop saw him shooting arrows at guys without even looking. And she was like, that is the coolest person in the world. I want to be like that when I grow up. Dang. But then her dad died. Ooh. But good news. She's rich. <laughs> so she'll be okay. Mm. Um, but Eleanor Bishop turns out she learns her husband, he was in debt to one Wilson Fisk. Oh my gosh. And so in order to try to uh, accommodate his debt, in order to try to absolve her husband's debt because she was worried Fisk was going to go after her family, she does the reasonable thing and goes from a housewife to essentially just a murderer mm. working for Fisk. And then she proceeds to spend most of her daughter's life living like this in secret. And then eventually she meets this guy who uh, she gets engaged to. And poor Kate is like, oh, I don't know this guy very well. I don't like this guy. Mar- you know, tr- about to marry my mom. What the heck? He's just a stepdad. I don't like him. Uh. Which is funny because the guy's actually kind of fun. The guy's actually kind of cool, but that's why you don't trust him. Mm. He's too cool. Ooh, there's something going on there. Yeah. And so eventually uh, there's a murder that happens in the show and Kate Bishop is like convinced it was the stepdad character. Like it's got to be him. Come to find out it was the mom. The mom murdered him. Oh my gosh. And worse, when... Uh, when Jack, when her uh, fiance was asking too many questions, getting too close, Uh-oh. Eleanor framed him oh. for the death. It doesn't have to end like this. <laughs> and so Eleanor has been just committing all sorts of crimes and, and bad decisions all across the way. She's the villain of Hawkeye. Dying. Fisk is kind of like the Dormammu who like just shows up and is like really obnoxiously powerful for a minute. But it's Eleanor. Eleanor Bishop. Mom! And Kate finally has to confront her. And 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 Eleanor looks at her daughter like, this is what heroes do. Right. Arrest their mothers on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is Disney trying to teach these kids? Don't don't trust your mother. Oh, they're trying to turn the younger generation away. They're tearing apart the family unit, Sean. Or like, hey, you know, your husband owes money to the wrong people. <sighs> Better start Take doing worse Starbucks. things. Make sure he yeah, orders the wrong drink. <laughs> Better start doing worse things than your husband ever did <laughs> to uh, get yourself out of it. Although it's been like a decade and you obviously haven't worked your way out of the debt. So mm. you're just a bad person. Not good. Talk about gaslighting. Oh. Just lies to her daughter nonstop. Makes her makes her makes her daughter think mm. that she can't even trust what's really going on. It's a bad mom. She yawn raged her. Yeah, she's nice. like the mom from. Uh, <laughs> nice. She's like the mom from uh, Rapunzel. Mm. Rapunzel. Mother knows best. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to your mother. She looks like her too. All right. At number seven, we have Ronan the Accuser. And at six, we have Malekith. We're just going to pair those together. They're the same guy. But there's nothing you can do to help a person like that. They're bad people. They're (laughs) pale-skinned. They have deep voices. They don't have eyebrows, I think. Forgettable. That's a good call. They're always like, they got dark eyes. 
just such a generic villain. They're they're angry, and um, and they're looking to destroy something somehow. They want <laughs> they want the MacGuffin so that they can do the thing. That's true. That's what they're. That's what those guys are about. Yeah, yeah. Malahu. Like, oh, how about what if I told joke. you? What if I told you one day, uh, digital movie technology will be so prolific that just like people can like put Snapchat filters on themselves now for like TikTok or whatever, mm-hmm. you will be able to do that with movies. And what if I told you? Doing something like deep faking a character from one movie into another will be as simple as like a button press one day. So I propose you could swap Malkith and Ronan <laughs> in those Gar- in Guardians of the Galaxy one and Thor two. Nothing would change. Dude, that's a great call. In fact, I would be way into a Disney Plus show that's just those two guys. <laughs> Desperately trying to find a way to set themselves apart from each other. Yeah, <laughs> I would agree with that. Like a buddy, like an odd couple comedy. I like it. Like a mega mind type movie. Exactly. No, I'm the villain. No, I'm the villain. <laughs> no, I'm darker. No, I'm darker. Yeah, super forgettable. Um, but you know who's not forgettable, Dave? No matter how much we try to wash it from our eyes. At number five, we have. Megan the Stallion. Megan the Stallion. Now I know earlier we said we weren't going to do like little cameo things, but we lied because this one's this one's <laughs> yeah, important. This this one hit number five because this is the dumbest crap I've ever seen in my life. How many MCU hardcores do you think quit when Megan the Stallion showed up? So you got to think the people that follow Megan the Stallion. You think they're watching MCU? <laughs> I've never heard of her until the show. Oh, I've heard of her. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't listen to her because I'm a pure man. I'm not a pure man, but it, I, haven't heard of her. I haven't heard of her. It's the same problem with Zeus from Thor. It's this over-sexualized, <gasps> stupid, just like unnecessary scenes. Hey, don't run from the Lord. Exactly. What are we doing? As a nation, we're running. We're sprinting from the Lord. No, we're twerking away. Slowly backing up. So for those of you... (laughs) The image I got in my head from that was great. What has gone wrong with this world is let's make a show about She-Hulk and let's just make this like positive sexuality like crap i hope you like pain where we're gonna promote tinder twerking (laughs) women (laughs) i'm just kidding no and here's the thing i gotta follow up up with some good (laughs) (laughs) bars one night stands with daredevil yeah, you're gonna, and that's the other thing. You're gonna take my favorite character, Daredevil, <laughs> turn him into a sexual promiscuous. <laughs> in Daredevil, yes, a lot of ladies like him. It's the whole like wounded duck. You know, he can't see, <laughs> so <laughs> you feel bad. Do you think that's what I need? What I need to do, guys? 
Just blind yourself, just bro. <laughs> Apparently, ducks can't see. <laughs> what do they do with my favorite character, Ost? They over-sexualize him, and they turn him into a a demon, a pervert. Yeah, no. It sounds like Megan the Stallion isn't necessarily the the singular problem with you had with She-Hulk, but she's like it's what put me over the edge. She's like the plutonium, yeah, yeah, the yeah, most yeah. radioactive part. Dude, that's a great call. You must have seen Oppenheimer like five times for you to come up with that. <laughs> I want to like it four times. I'll see it a, a fifth time tomorrow. I want to schedule an interview on this podcast with the visual effects guy, girl, probably a girl, uh oh, who spent probably a month creating that scene of She-Hulk twerking with Megan the Stallion. Now, first of all, Dave, you're making some assumptions. They were never going to be given a timeline of a month. <laughs> They were given about 44, 45 hours. Sure. So a whole week of work. I want to sit down with them. Say, was it worth it? <laughs> was it worth it? They didn't want to do it. And maybe they did it. And maybe that's why they're striking. But mm. they did it. <laughs> and that's the problem. <laughs> that's why they're striking. That Megan the Stallion exists in the MCU. Yeah. It's tough. Actually, I was going to say that um, I didn't watch She-Hulk until like after all that stuff was already out. Mm-hmm. People were complaining about it. So... When I finally did see that moment in the show, I was like, I'm like, well, whatever. It's it's just funny. It's goofy. Who cares? It's not that big of a deal. Like, let them do something dumb. It's not a big deal. Until I thought about it, and I'm like, it's not the twerking. It's the canonization of Megan the Stallion. Right. right. I'm like, No. <laughs> Nar. <laughs> Nar. I don't want her to be canonized in this one. Nar, why? So, you know, if you say R and R, it sounds like you're saying, oh no, in an Australian accent. R and R. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I will say, when you guys are like, let's do a worst character list, Megan the Stallion was the first name I wrote down. <laughs> my notes, I, for, I have all these notes next to these names, but for my notes for Megan the Stallion were just dot, dot, dot. Yeah, no explanation. I think because I just don't want to talk about it. And here we are. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> yeah, I, hope we, I hope we'd be past this, guys. <laughs> All right. What are we on? Number 45 or something at this point? What at number four. Oh, it's close. Number four. Say it. Captain Marvel. Brie Larson. What? Oh, brother. This girl stinks. <laughs> <laughs> so, like you were saying with Young Rog. Whatever his name is. Captain Marvel sucks. This is the worst character. This would be my number one if it weren't for you guys. Okay. This would be number one for me. This character is the worst character. You know why? Because they spent 23, 24 movies. No, 22, 23 movies building up the story with Thanos, giving people their candy, giving people their spinach spinach i almost said broccoli (laughs) (laughs) it looks like broccoli and they they go hand in hand the candy and the broccoli it's it's a balance of calories yeah (laughs) it's good it's let's let's forge iron man into being iron man let's take the most selfish person man the most selfish person let's turn him selfless throughout 20 movies. That's a story right there. Let's take Captain America. All right? Let's put him on some steroids that show who he really is. Mm. Anybody else who's on these? That's a story. And you've got this honorable man 
who then is worthy enough mm. in 22 movies to wield a power that he could not yield early on. Mm. Mm. It's Ant-Man. Oh. Who had to earn that suit. Yeah. It's oh. Thor who had his power taken away. Stripped. Arrogant prince. And had to take it back. To He's a warrior who fights for justice selflessly. A petty thief that becomes a hero. <gasps> it's Doctor Strange who mm. lost everything. A narcissistic surgeon who thinks he's unstoppable mm. who has to lose everything in order to put himself back together mm. in a way that's virtuous and noble. It's Shang-Chi. Uh, Sean! <laughs> <laughs> who has to live with the repercussions of his dad's teachings and yeah. what his dad made him do. Trauma. And then you've got Captain Marvel who is inserted literally at movie 22 at the climax that everything's been building to. Okay. And you're going to introduce a character that is the most overpowered piece of S who literally comes in when 40 of our heroes, mm, I'm being dramatic, 20 of our heroes are suffering at the hand of Thanos who ca all 20 of them cannot assemble. Assemble. Oh, that was good. <laughs> I had my finger on it the whole time. To defeat this guy and his ships and his commanders. And you've got this character who just flies in in the middle of battle mm -hmm. with a stupid haircut. Oh my gosh. Destroys this giant ship. Yeah, yeah. That would have took the other heroes 80 movies to destroy. She destroys it in one second. And then she comes down stands over my boy Peter Parker and says He's a good boy. Hey Peter Parker and it's a low shot uh, from it's down <laughs> Dang, looking up at Brie Larson as if she is something to be worshipped. This stoic hero s whatever the female hero is called. <laughs> Hero S? Heroin? Heroin. Okay, well, it's, that's also a drug. Might as well be doing heroin. We don't, we don't want to get in trouble. So, And it's her looking down at Peter Parker, who's just a boy. <laughs> Listen here, boy. Give, boy. Me, give me the infinity gauntlet. Mm. Because I'm OP. I can't be stopped. She never gets her broccoli. Mm. It's true. They want me to believe Spinach. that she is a pinata every minute. And it's just be I'm the pinata. That's a good point. And it's just beating me. That's a it's good point. Beating the candy out of me. That's for her. A, that's actually a perfect analogy. A pinata. And this is this. The is, more you hit her, the more candy comes out, dude. And it just doesn't seem right. Right. Exactly. There's a scene with Thanos where he goes to he gets the gauntlet and he goes to snap and she stops him and she's just looking at him. Mm. There's no struggle for her. It's just holding. And then he goes to headbutt her, and he's like, oh, and she's still just standing there. It's like, what are you doing? You did such a good job, such a good job up to this point of building characters, forging them, okay? And from this point on, then you start doing your Lady Thor, and your, and this is what I was talking about. There's three different ways to do a character. Push this phone okay? away. You can tell me. <laughs> Be serious. You can tell me how great they are, okay? Mm. 
You can show me how great they are, mm. or you can teach me how great they oh, are. Wow. If you teach me, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. You Story. taught me. Learn. You taught me how Lesson. selfish Message. Iron Man was. Dang. Meaning, and how, purpose. at the very end, what it meant to sacrifice himself and become selfless wow. for the greater good. I love you, 3000. You taught me how great he was. You taught me about Captain America. You taught me about Thor. Okay. You get to Brie Larson. It's like a sleeping at last song. And you just want to tell me how great she is. I, no! I don't buy it. I hate her. I hate her looks. I hate her voice. Wow. I hate her cockiness. Might be going too far. <laughs> well, uh, it sounds like... Well, I'm, I'm wondering, is it you're upset at her power level? They fly now! Or are you more upset that she is not worthy of that power level as a character? I don't think she's worthy. There was no story told where she deserves that power. She just had it. Even in her movie, Captain Marvel? Oh. Don't, don't buy into your emotions. Don't do it. And then, okay. And here's what's cool. I like the honor character. The guy that bestows honor. Or the girl. Sorry. Or the girl. You've got yourself a Ned Stark honorary man from Game of Thrones. David's been watching Game of Thrones. You got Jon Snow. Oh my gosh. You've got... You like a character that's got conviction. Yes. Sticks to their guns. So Duty. You, you've got Captain Marvel, who becomes the most OP thing that this world has ever seen. <clears throat> never gets hurt. Never takes, you know, whatever. Well, I was going to say... uh, uh a good comparison of Captain Marvel is DC's Superman. Mm -hmm. but, but the thing about DC Superman is he is a Boy Scout through and through. Right. That's his greatest strength, but it's also his greatest counter strength. Mm. It's his weakness. Is he's so pure hearted. Right. But like Captain Marvel, she kind of gets to do whatever she wants, I guess. Yeah. And also still gets to be super powerful. So going back to like the honor... She fought Young Raj or whatever his name is. Young Rog. I will never get this right. Young Roger. Young Roger. Um, and like they're battling in the beginning and he just beats her all the time. Mm. At the end, she beats him and he stands up, throws his armor off or his weapons, whatever. I don't remember because I don't like that movie. I don't care to remember. Oh my gosh. And he says, fight me. It's finally like time. This is your time. This really? is your time. Really to can beat take me, me on. Me now, and you. The, on, the honorable <laughs> thing to do, yeah, this guy's a piece of crap. But if she stripped her arm, not... Whoa. No. <laughs> not like that. But, like, just came down to his level to show him what's up, to finally beat him, woman to man, you know what? That'd have been cool. Instead, they go the route of, I've been listening to you my whole life, and I don't need to. Boom. And just, like, in a second, just totally disregards the challenge, mm. the honorable thing to do, and just whatever. I yeah. will say, though, about Jan Rog, that guy's one of the worst characters on our list. <laughs> no, Captain so Marvel. It's also like, he can go on and tell, he can go on and rant about, let's do this, let's do this. It's like, no, you need to lie down. <laughs> you need to shut up. <laughs> you need to stop talking. Yeah. Um, Captain Marvel, um, you guys remember a little movie called Spider-Man? 
no. Homecoming. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you remember how, like, at the end of that movie, Peter Parker doesn't just defeat the villain, he saves the villain's life. Mm. Yeah, baby. And then in uh, Spider-Man a No Way Home, mm. he doesn't just, like, defeat the villains, he saves their lives. Because mm. he's a hero mm. through and through, even when he's tempted to, like, act like a Wonder Woman and just stab him. <laughs> doesn't do it. Captain Marvel strikes me as the kind of person who does not think twice about just like murking a dude. No, she does whatever she wants. And it's she, annoying because and it's it's really just like it's the sca- power it's level. It's scary. It's intimidating for somebody to be so powerful but you don't know if they have the moral integrity to be that powerful. Right. There's this scale of power. It's like nuclear weapons. <gasps> Who's got them? Who's trustworthy? Oppenheimer? <laughs> Stalin, Strauss. I never Strauss. saw the movie, so. <laughs> um, but no, what I'm trying to say is there's this scale that the MCU creates, and Thanos is at the top of this scale. And for 20 movies, you are, you come to this understanding that this guy is super powerful. Oh my gosh, how are they going to beat him? You get this in, in Infinity War. You get this helpless feeling. You know, oh my gosh, Thanos just won. You, that is good storytelling. And then in Endgame, you bring in Brie Larson to just save the day. Someone who doesn't deserve her powers, who's not a hero in any way, to just do whatever she wants because she's the most powerful thing ever. That bothers me a mm. lot. Well, there's two ways to handle a hero like that. Is the hero who deserves to have powers and they eventually get them, like Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. Or the character that has the potential to be very powerful, but they're wasting their time on material, vain living, like uh, like Thor or like Iron Man. And then you got the character who's like given extraordinary power, even though they're not worthy of it, and they have to earn mm-hmm. have to earn that that power, right. Where's and, Captain Marvel fall? And, and that's the yeah. thing. I, I, and that's why Nowhere. I wanted to state on that list. <laughs> Before this podcast, we made sure you guys know the Marvel's movies. Marvel's movie has not come out yet. I don't know what they're going to do with her. She might have some redeeming arc where she loses her power. <gasps> and now she's faced with the fact that she's a nothing oh my and God. not an everything. Dang, just like Flash. <gasps> Chrono Ball. No, I was going to say, like, because, like, it's the Marvels is, like, three different Marvels. So it's, like, the Flash, but, like, he had the other Flash with them. So it's, like, Captain Marvel is with two other people who have the powers when she doesn't. Mm. I'm really banking on them making her character more likable in this movie. I'm sure they will. I'm not worried about but that. But that's the thing. You already lost me. I'm I, not going to see yeah. the movie. I like, I like Miss Marvel. I actually really like Miss Marvel. I think she's really fun. Yeah, you've said that. You watched it. She's, like... You were the one. She's, like, a fangirl that you're, like... You fangirl for her fangirlism. Hmm. It's a stand that you stand for. <laughs> she would be on this podcast. Well, I got to say, Dave, you have been getting redder and redder in the face <laughs> for the last angry, couple dude. minutes. So maybe we should move to number we should probably move on. three, who you don't have any opinion on. Because <laughs> number three is the one, the only Carly Morgenthau from Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Now, Dave, you've not seen Falcon and the Winter Soldier. 
I have not. And I now won't. watch me and Austin get red in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carly Morgenthau is 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 fantastically, profoundly, economically, <laughs> dynamically, systematic, systematically, just such a <laughs> terribly written character. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is the leader of this group called the Flag Smashers, which the show tries to explain are just a bunch of refugees who are desperate to get their place back in a world after the blip uh, displacement and injustice and all sorts of weird reforms have put them in a bad place and they, and they just they just want to they just want to find their way in this world mm. and so they're they're trapped and when they're trapped they they feel like they got to resort to violence to get their message heard to to be seen to mm. for people to know what they need so that all makes sense, except Carly Morgenthau and her people are just like objectively terrorists. Yeah, like just blowing up civilians, killing cops, killing people. Uh, 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 just like you know, never wanting to talk to people about what's going on. But like as soon, it's like they keep showing scenes of Carly telling all of her associates why they're the good guys. Mm. And how their every all of their all of their ends are going to justify the means. Mm. Communism. <laughs> and then it's like And then it's like as soon as they interact with anybody in the show who is a good guy, that all just gets turned off and they just become violent, murderous, evil people. Yeah. That's not communism. What am I thinking of? <laughs> I don't know, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, Carly's just the worst. That dude. sounds awful. She's got, <laughs> she's not sympathetic. She's got contradictory motivations. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's not an underdog because she has Captain America powers. Right. Like, she has super soldier serum powers. Mm. She but, leaves her people, like, high and dry in multiple situations. Yeah, she's not, like... Terrible leader. There's nothing good about her leadership. She's not inspiring. She has zero charisma. She has negative charisma. Like, people are less interesting when they're standing near her. Definitely. Um, Like, she's repetitive in her ideology. She keeps talking about the same things over and over again, and they're never convincing. Yeah. Her dialogue is poorly done. I feel bad for the actress. Mm-hmm. It's not her fault. But she's the worst. They did a better job with her in Solo where she like... Is the same character, by the way. Say. She's the same character in Solo. <laughs> yeah. But and it works nest. because she wears a mask most of the time and says so much less. Yeah. And does so much more. Mm. Oh, man. That'll preach. And that's poetry. One of the weirdest things about Carly Morgenthau is that it, it's like... It's like they wrote a story and then in hindsight, they're like, oh man, this is like a very politically charged narrative we're making here. So we want to make sure we get the right message across. So like multiple times in the show, Sam uh, Falcon is like trying to justify the bad guy's actions. Like you just need to understand them. Uh, You just need to talk to them. We just need to listen to them or they're just misunderstood. Like Sam gets himself alone in rooms with Carly where they just try to talk it out. Right. And it's like, bro, kill her. Kill her. She's not a good person. <laughs> and then she has like the most pathetic death scene in Oh, ever. she does die. Yeah. Well, that's Sharon Carter shoots her. Ah. Oh. 
and that's why she's higher on the list. Yeah. Uh, she's like got this. Someone had to go. She's got an unclear backstory. Uh, she she's like obsessed with this Auntie Danya or Mama Danya character. That is another like really terrible excuse of trying to generate sympathy for her as a character. Yeah, Carly's the worst. Carly is all the negative characteristics we have talked about on the list combined into yeah. this one character right here. To a little girl. She's not a little girl. She's a little joke. Oh my gosh. Do you think her mom like disowned her? <laughs> in the show or in real life? No, in real life because of the show. I hope not. Me too. <laughs> she was good in uh, that actress was good in um, Nature versus Nurture. <laughs> she, was in, uh, she was in the Green Knight. I thought she was good in the Green Knight. I don't know what that is, Sean. It's a movie. It's on my list. How do you? Just <laughs> <laughs> gonna make stuff up, and you'll believe me. I've heard good things about your list. <laughs> All right, number two. Are we ready for number two? Let's hit it. I don't think the people are ready for number two. Dave, this is the second worst character in the MCU, according to the Ninety Nine Nerds. At number two, we have the Hulk. Oh my gosh, oh, brother! <laughs> what a tragedy! Dang. Now I know. There's some rights issues going on with Universal and Disney. For those of you that don't know, I will just start with this. <laughs> the Hulk is owned by Universal. Mm. Disney owns Marvel, so they, they have rights to the character of Hulk. But they don't have the rights to create a Hulk story or movie. Standalone, yeah. A standalone. So the Hulk is technically allowed to be in movies, but he's not allowed to be like the main protagonist. It's weird. I don't understand why. I think Universal and Disney don't like each other, so I don't know what's going on there. Um, I've never heard this before. So the Hulk has not been able. What if you're making this up to be held in the hands of Disney? It's kind of like a. A bad divorce that happened. Oh my god. And gosh. they're fighting for the custody still. That's my baby. Don't touch my baby. So for those of you cut the baby in half. Yeah, with a sword right down the middle. We'll see who truly loves the Hulk. <laughs> the Hulk on paper, you look at who he is and what he is, that can be the coolest thing you've ever seen. Ogres! Why? Because everybody can relate with anger. <laughs> I just, I love it. Let him get angry. Let him punch something. I feel it sometimes. I get green, right? Uh, it's <laughs> only when you have. I am green with jealous rage. <laughs> I'll say, uh, you know, I like uh, in the comics. I, uh, my understanding is the Hulk is theoretically the most powerful character in like all of comics because his. His power level and strength is literally just a correlation of how angry he is. Yeah. So like the angrier he gets, the more powerful he like to just infinity. Mm -hmm. I think this is again like not so much what he's done in the movies, more so what he could have done in the movies. Yes. Like the potential of the whole character, like 
he could have he could be on not not on our worst MCU character list. He could be the top of the best MCU characters. And it's that potential lost that makes him on this list. He has he is one of the four Avengers. Mm-hmm. And then you got Hawkeye and Black Widow. But the Hulk should be the the top four with yeah. Thor, with Capt, and with Iron Man. They nerfed him. They nerfed the heck out of him. What the heck is this Professor Hulk crap we get? Yeah. Do you think it'd be hard for a to make a character like the Hulk a likable character for audiences if he's like a constant unhindered rage of anger all the time? I think there's a story you could tell there. Mm. I think the problem... Who would have thought... Remember when Bruce Banner's like, that's my secret cap, I'm always angry. That is literally what I was going to say. You don't look like it. (laughs) You don't look like it. Who would have thought that that was the pinnacle of the Hulk? Right. Of, that's my secret cap, I'm always angry. Sounds like you're depressed. Let's go! Remember when they put Hulk in the trailer for Endgame? Or no, for Infinity War. But then he wasn't because he was in the Hulkbuster Yeah. Remember when they faked us out with that? I think the directors talked about like they they couldn't figure out what to do with the Hulk. Right. So they just like just found a way to like write him out. Yeah. He's too powerful. And then what is awkward is then when they brought him back for in uh, Endgame, you know, he's like smart Hulk now. It's like, well, yeah, but now you're like weak. Remember when <laughs> soft. they took him in uh, Ragnarok, like literally fighting the giant that is killing Asgard. Yeah. Like he's like putting up a fight against him and then like can chronologically, canologically, canology, systematically. He is fighting Thanos like 37 minutes later and Thanos freaking gives it to him. Yeah. And then I could be wrong here. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they tell you how he's the champion of Ragnarok. Right. They don't show you. They don't teach you. Like right, I'm trying to say. Right, David, yeah. They yeah. tell you how great he is. And then me. doesn't Thor show up and beat him? Yeah. We don't get a lot of... Uh, they don't give us a lot of instances to show how unbelievably uh, believably powerful Hulk really is. Right. It's like, I'm always angry. And then he just like punches the thing straight till it just drops the giant ship. And then in She-Hulk... They're doing like rock throwing and he throws one through the atmosphere. And you're like, yeah, Hulk is strong. But then he's not most of the time. Yeah. Such a waste of a character. But then he gets run over by the Jeep. Right. right. But wait, but wait, Austin. No, remember when he jumped out of he jumped out of the jet to like fight the wolf and he's just like (laughs) (laughs) What if I told you that the Hulk had a son? Oh what? (laughs) Tell his story. Right. Maybe I think it is the rights issue. They don't have the rights. So they're like sprinkling little storylines. Maybe one day they'll put it all together. It but is awkward. I actually hadn't thought about it until just now hearing you talk about this. I'm like, uh, who's the actor that plays uh, the Hulk? Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Hearing Mark Ruffalo's voice, who's a, he's a fantastic actor, but hearing his voice come out of Hulk is like, it's really disappointing when you think about it. Like, ima- like imagine like, Hulk as we think of the Hulk in the comics introducing his son. <laughs> it's like instead it's like 
Oh, hey guys, you know, yeah, this is uh, <laughs> this is my son. Everybody say hi to Scar. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, bro, is is this a joke? <laughs> honestly, yeah. Is this a prank? Where's, it was. Where'd Hulk go? What'd you do to him? So it was just a waste. A waste of talent. A waste. What if uh, we'll eventually... Uh, maybe we're never going to, though, Dave, because it's a universal thing. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I, I want to know. I uh, want to see a movie where Hulk just snaps. Dude, have you... And he just well, punches the he earth. He did. He and did then snap. it destroys the earth. <laughs> he did literally, he literally snap. snapped for you. <laughs> no, but have you have you heard about the Planet Hulk comics? I think David's right though, where they can't make a standalone Hulk. Does he project. turn into a planet? No, he basically takes over this planet, and he becomes like the king. And then uh, I might be mixing up storylines. Don't trust anything I say. Uh, I heard something one time about something, but anyway, there's a storyline where he literally is like the last person left on Earth. Yeah, yeah. It's like this po- post-apocalyptic world where giant insects have completely taken over the Earth. It's always insects. Or planet or wherever he's at. And he is the only one left. And he is, his literally his life is every day he wakes up, he's attacked by these bugs. He's eaten alive by these bugs. But then his regenerative powers bring him back to life. And then he relives it all the next day where he's just in this constant loop of being eaten alive and regenerating and there's nothing you can do about it. Does he get angry about it, though? Not angry enough, obviously. Also, we can cut all that. That might not be true. (laughs) Also, Mark Ruffalo was recasted. Edward Norton. (laughs) So there's another recast for you. Which is great because I can... Those are both actors... Well, maybe this is intentional. I was going to say, these are both two actors who I don't think I would be, like, impressed with if they got really, really angry. Right. Like Mark Ruffalo is just such a great guy. I I, I wouldn't want to see him angry. I get sad. And the problem and then is, Edward Norton is like I can see him being angry, but like more as like a prima donna kind of a. And the problem is like the newest Professor Hulk looks too much like Mark Ruffalo. Hey, I feel like I'm the only one eating here, guys. Come on, <laughs> Hulk out, dab. <laughs> so I will say, I just found an article Bring three it. days ago. Um, forever ago, dude. There was evidence that indicates evidence. What was this? An archaeological dig? This is literally a Reddit user. Um, indicates <laughs> Disney may regain the rights to Hulk in June 2023, well, and that's the distribution rights. So that's the solo movie mm. they could do. When is that going to happen? It says Universal currently owns the distribution rights, um, but it says it's rumored that in June. Because there's a lot of legal battles going June on. June of when? 2023. You mean two months ago? <laughs> well, no, because the Hulk, the Edward Norton movie is on Disney Plus now. Okay. Oh. So I think something is happening. It was, but it was always an MCU film because it had uh, Nick Fury in it and uh, Tony Stark. But Disney Plus now has the rights to distribute it to their platform. Wait. Is what I'm trying to say. They're in that movie? Yeah, it's the end credit scene. Oh. It was Tony Stark. But Iron Man is the first MCU film. Incredible Hulk. You're right. Uh, with uh, Abomination. No, I'm sorry. Nick Fury's not in it. It is Tony Stark and uh, uh, Major Domo. <laughs> Generally, <laughs> Generally, Simo, <laughs> the William Hurt character that Colonel Colonel something. Who isn't car- Henry Harrison <laughs> the guy who Harrison Ford is replacing? <laughs> I was gonna say Henry Ford. I don't know his name. Yeah. Anyway, he's he's in the end of that movie. The Red Hulk. Yeah. 
And yeah, Tim That's Roth, Abomination. He was a fun little bit in She-Hulk. That was fun. Yeah, so that movie isn't completely redeemable. Not completely. Except for the fact that like you wasted an entire movie with Edward Norton as your Hulk when it just did not work. Right. <laughs> he wasn't going to be Hulk. Yeah, there's a rumored World War Hulk movie coming. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, um, hey, there's a rumored uh, Mannequin Skywalker movie. So I don't hey, know. Hey, there's a rumored uh, um, uh, 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 Remember the Titans Trump, Trump 2 movie. Save Dang. these lies for other podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> these I, are good I, content. Hey, hey, you know what I heard the other day? Uh, uh, there's going to be uh, a movie about my shoe. Dang, what kind? Dang, John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> Starring John Cena. <laughs> As the shoe. Go no, I, I don't know the, the laws and how that works. Um, you don't have to, Dave. You didn't but watch enough She-Hulk. It's, I just read that 15 years Universal has owned the distribution rights, and because of the 15-year mark in June, that it could be switching hands. I don't know if like the law is like for 15 years. Do you think when Hulk I'm is finally sure, free from Universal's grip, he's going to be angry? Angrier or like and less then angry? <laughs> Dang, that'll explain it. I feel like I'm actually sad now because I never thought about how much of a wasted character Hulk is, and I'm like, man... I really wanted to see that guy like punch a star. Right. The problem is like we've seen like destroy a galaxy. Right. Just ah! we've right. seen Disney Ultimate punch. We've like, seen Disney make a men or like make agreements with Sony for Andrew, Toby, and Tom to be in the same movie. Right. Like we've seen them do what needs to be done. That 20- was different though. Those guys weren't doing anything. 20th Century Fox, <laughs> Venom. Waiting. They brought Venom in. Sitting by the phone. Miles Morales at maybe oh, at some point. Shoot. Oh my gosh. Hey, you guys think when, wouldn't it be cool as if like in back in 2000, whatever it was, like 10 or no, longer than that. 2000, nobody knows when the MCU, nobody knows when Disney bought Marvel. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't it be cool if like when Disney bought Marvel, they bought Marvel? Right. Instead of like whatever's going on. Right. <laughs> uh, I some of my favorite like clips and stuff to see on YouTube is like X character going God mode, and it's like this hardcore edit of like their most intense moments. And like Hulk should have the most clips like that, or at least near the most, and he doesn't. No. It's him punching the alien in uh, Avengers one, and then him jumping on what was hitting the, loki back and forth yeah but even that it's like loki's not powerful to stop him it's like he doesn't have that many like punching a hole in a star moments that he's capable of mm-hmm. which sucks well i got a question for the peeps then bring it what would you rather have a hulk solo movie where mm-hmm. we can get a good story of a guy who should be one of the most powerful right right or Keep the ride at Universal. <laughs> the roller coasters. I mean, it's not like it's that great of a ride. It, dude, I love that ride. <laughs> yeah, but legit, I don't know. Like, we're, aren't, you, like, aren't we spoiled on roller coasters, though? Because, like, Cedar Point's a pretty good roller coaster park, and it's not that far away. Like, I'm not sure. I'm not all that impressed by any of the coasters in Florida. I think the Hawk was the best one. Enough to sacrifice a movie. Like, what are they going to do? Paint it white and just, like,. What's a or like, oh. what's a universal character? The bulk, bugs, the bulk. Yeah, you can keep everything the same, just like make them yellow or something, and it's still just like they launch off the track, and you just hear. Roar. <laughs> I'll say that that I'll say Universal actually has like way better 
wait in line decor. Oh, for mm. sure. It's like these Tesla coils going off. And yeah. Like, Ooh, the 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 quantum. And it, sh- it shows yeah. how uh, Jen got her power. She Hulk. The gamma rays are ooh. like in line. You're in the gamma factory, and it shows Jen getting her powers. It shows Hulk getting his powers. Dang. Yeah. So the anyway, the red's but all right. I think we uh, we need to get back to this list because we got one more. We got to go to bed, guys. At number one. Janet Van Dyke. Janet Van Dyke is the worst. Michelle Pfeiffer. In MCO. Ant-Man. Quantumania. Open your freaking mouth and tell the <laughs> truth, and this movie doesn't happen. Open your eyes, Janet. Open your eyes. What is going on? Why are we here? It's all your fault. Just tell us what what's going on. Just talk about it. Like, just... Form the words. Three words. Just a sentence. All you need to do is tell us what's going on. I don't even have time to tell you what I don't have time to tell you. (laughs) I can't talk about it. He's here. He's looking for me. Who? Who? (laughs) He's onto us. (laughs) It's a pronoun game. Uh, It's embarrassing. It's 2000 and... When did that movie come out? 2022? (laughs) It came out like seven seconds ago. I don't know. It, it did, like, didn't it? It was 2023. That movie, it's the it's the year of our Lord 2023. And we're still writing characters. We're still making movies where the entire plot could have been s- fixed literally with a 10-second conversation. Hmm. I mean, imagine, imagine I'm sitting in the theater knowing this the whole time. Mm-hmm. I was turning into the Hulk. That's actually what's going to happen in the Hulk movie. Dang. He's going to be reading the report from Quantum Mania <laughs> event. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you guys almost died in a place she spent thirty years learning about. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad. Uh, that was a bad character. She's completely unfaithful to her husband. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. She uh, she cheated on her husband. With uh, Bill she, Murray. She Where helped. It? Where is it? Hey, don't run from the Lord. I uh, I was not disappointed. You know, like one of the things is like, oh, I helped, I helped this stranded man put his ship back together, only then to discover he's an evil person. It's like, well, Janet, that wasn't your fault. You didn't know any better. Everybody can empathize. Everybody understands. But no one can forgive the fact that you won't like just talk to anybody about it because mm-hmm. right. everything's gone wrong now because of that. Don't we just? Don't you just hate people? Yeah, that are trying <laughs> that are trying to make you feel sorry for them when they've done nothing wrong. Mm. Yep, like so attention seeking, victim mentality, victim mentality. Shut your mouth and go through things. <laughs> she dragged everybody down to the quantum realm and didn't even have the guts to tell them what was going on. Right. And the whole movie is her fault. Nobody, fortunately, nobody died in that movie. Like nothing of consequence happened. Right. Quantum Literally Mania. nothing. But <laughs> if something had happened, we would have all been able to blame Janet. For sure. In fact, I like to think anything wrong with the MCU from that movie going forward is Janet's fault. Secret Invasion. Janet. Mm. She's the new Karen. Maybe she's a scroll. Not <laughs> wouldn't even help. <laughs> wouldn't have helped. It makes sense why they chose that face. Oh my gosh. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, I see what you're saying now. Wasn't she in uh wasn't she in Eight Mile? 
I have no idea. Was she the... No, it was Mackay Pfeiffer. She was the mom and elf, right? No. 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 Shut it down. Shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> Any thoughts about uh, Janet Van Dyke, Austin? Um... I want you to like. This is the last time you're ever gonna get to talk about her. Like, just make your peace. <sighs> she uh, single-handedly ruined that movie. She's a kite. Top wench. The queen kite. Queen kite. Yeah, just super annoying. Ruined the movie. Ruined my night. It's like the conflict was that she felt responsible. For Kang. Right. And that was the whole reason why she didn't want to talk. And but come to find out, like, she stopped Kang from doing what he was gonna do. Right. It's like like she, there was no conflict. Yeah. Janet, are you are you stupid? <laughs> <laughs> is that what this is all about? You're stupid, you don't know anything? Because uh. you're you're telling me one thing, but the reality is the opposite. So you're a very unreliable character. And a bad mom. Terrible. And, and a bad a wife. Bad wife. And a bad uh, uh, possible stepmom. Dang. And and uh, a, a, a bad possible stepgrandma. Yeah. Word. And a bad friend. Refused to teach your granddaughter about the quantum realm. <laughs> Shut it down. <laughs> Shut it down. Like, Grandma, gosh, you are just <laughs> raising the stakes here. I'll, I'll do it, okay? Gosh. <laughs> But like your alcoholic outburst or whatever's going on with you is making me really uncomfortable. Uh. Honestly, Janet, uh, of all the, like this 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 list isn't just worst MCU characters. It's also like if the list was characters I'm most afraid of going on a really uncomfortable racist rant at Thanksgiving. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's Janet Van Dyke. <laughs> yeah. I can see it. <laughs> Do you think Janet Van Dyke can be saved at this point? Like in the MCU. Like you guys talk about like Chopper from uh, Rebels has like killed more people in Star Wars than anyone or something. Yeah. Like he's, he's up there. We actually, I mean, I think we, we backtracked on that because at one time we said he had the most kills. He doesn't, but... <laughs> <laughs> he's it's, got a lot of does kills. Does that mean he doesn't have any, or it's like it's a technicality? He's it's actually in like number the, two. It's in like the ten thousands. Janet Van Dyke might be. I, I I think she's destroyed. I think it's her fault. An entire universe is destroyed. If I'm if I'm correct. Sure. And I mean, I don't know. What are the consequences of like uh, this Kang guy getting defeated and like unleashing the Kang? dynasty thing I mean people talk about like oh wow good thing for that rat in Avengers Endgame that pretty much right. saved the day okay well that's a that is a very interesting twist of fate I'll say that sure mm-hmm. uh, Then, but whatever the opposite of that is is just Jane Van Dyke right. just one all of all of chaos and destruction in the universe hinges on this one character I don't have anything nice to say about her I don't Remember when they rescued her from the quantum realm in Ant-Man 2 and she like she like possessed Scott for a minute? Yeah. You guys remember this when she like possessed Ant-Man to like communicate to them? Right. And like Paul Rudd had to like act that out. That 
Janet Van Dyke seemed like a really nice lady. Mm-hmm. The one we got was not her. <laughs> <laughs> they faked us out. Well, I think that wraps it up. Yeah, really, Janet Van... I mean, I was having fun until we started talking about Janet Van Dyke. I know, that, that like, killed... <laughs> She's the worst. Everything. <laughs> she is, uh... The worst. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm like, I'm sitting here thinking about like all the ways in my life I want to not become like that. Yeah. That's what this list is ultimately about. It's a warning. (laughs) Um, What are the character qualities, traits, social dysfunctions, characteristics, and um, ideals that make you the worst? Do we have any uh, honorable mentions that didn't make the list? Nebula, her voice. My gosh. David hates the voices. Yeah, this is how she talks. Get over it. <laughs> Stop talking through your teeth. Open up your mouth. I think uh, what's her name? Uh, Jane Foster's assistant lady. She's kind of annoying. She was also in Wandavision. Oh yeah, yeah. Mandarin from uh, uh, Kat Iron Dennings Ranger. is the actress, I believe. I don't mind her. She's not in a lot, so I don't sure. have a reason to. Yeah, it's like she doesn't. Her. She's just kind of annoying. I'd hang out with her. She could be on the podcast. Honorable I mean, mentions, Bucky Barnes. He should have been Captain America. Well, Dave, you know, uh, it's not true. It's fine. They, that story would have been Here's what so I much Dave, better you de- What do you mean that story? You didn't even see the show. I don't want to know the rest of the story. They lost me. Dave, I'm done. Dave, I'm gone. They kind of nerfed him. How you feel about Falcon and Winter Soldier is how I feel about Clone Wars. <gasps> but that's different. That's <laughs> so different. It's not... Remember they, when they gave Anakin an apprentice and they shouldn't have? Yeah, I remember when her show comes out next week. <laughs> trying not to. Uh, Watch you won't like it. I might not. Dude, I don't know if I'm just depressed, <laughs> but I have not liked from the Lord. anything. Oh, I an think accident. it's because you're becoming a man now. I did get married recently. <laughs> and it's like, and that is such a blessing in your life. Everything else in comparison. It's a curse. To that's a good, that's a, that's a really good attitude to have. What a, a, you, so you feel that Kat Dennings is uh, no bueno? She's an annoying character. I, I've mentioned a couple characters like last week when we said we were going to do this list. I, I, Ironheart. Oh yeah. Ironheart. That's another one. Yeah, I didn't care for her in the first installment. Too smart. I didn't love her. I didn't dislike her, though, that much. I thought she was fine. The problem is, like, Tony Stark's story concluded, and they just bring in this girl who's apparently smarter than everybody and has a suit like Tony Stark. It's It's easy, Dave. She went on ChatGPT and just typed, what do I need need to do to be Tony Stark? She created ChatGPT. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Who else from that movie? Namor. <laughs> Namor. Say Dave no more. Dave is like, yeah. <laughs> I'll no say more. Ashuri would have been on this list, but then Wakanda Forever makes her a lot better. Want to know why? Because they gave her her spinach. Word. Mm. She had to take some hits. She had to learn a lesson. She had to grow up. Preach. Her mom had to die. Her mom had to die. Just like Captain Marvel's mom has got to die. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Someone had to die. Janet Van Dyke. Apparently, the only way for her to get fixed is everyone else has to die. Right. But that, that would be too bad. Right. Actually, maybe that would have worked in that movie if uh, um, uh, Martin Sheen. No. Uh, what's nobody? Bill Murray. Nobody knows what the <clears throat> the actor's name is who played uh, Hank Hank Pym. But what if he had died in that movie? Douglas. And that was like that was when she had to like, oh my gosh, I got to right. get together. I'm a and terrible I person. Die as one of them. And then hope her daughter died. Somebody. Like, I, I'm a terrible person. Somebody should have died in that movie for sure. 
Especially with the way they marketed that movie. I know we're like, we're, we're just repeating ourselves from that Quantumania episode, but how much better would it have been if Hope and Ant-Man were trapped in the quantum realm at the end of that movie? Like they should have been. Right. And like, oh my gosh, the stakes have never been higher. They're alive, but they're trapped. Don't know. And I remember when Kang showed that he was like a Sith Lord with his power, but then like never showed that again. Told you, man. It's my theory. That's right. You did play in the long game. Shoot. So like, you'll have to go listen to the Quantumania Sounds like a convenient excuse. Well, why don't the uh, why don't the the beloved listeners tell us who their worst character of the MCU is? Let us know who we missed. Who do you agree with that we put on? Um, I can tell you for a fact there are people on this list that if I were at home listening, I would not have agreed with our take on. Yeah, which means I'm. I'm I'm ex- I'm agree. saying I don't agree with myself. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, like uh I have this like deep-rooted anger towards Cassidy. Cassie. <laughs> <laughs> she won't even say her name. He hates her. She's so forgettable. I don't even remember her name. Uh she sh- she would have been way high on my list. The whole movie I was just mad at her. What else? Who else? I'll leave that to the audience. Yeah, let us know what you think, fam. Comment your uh, least favorite MCU character. Well, shout out to David's shirt. Oh, yeah, Spider-Man 99. Dude, I got to get a shirt like that. Spider-Man 2099. Austin, your shirt is uh, something cool. This is the shirt we won at the uh, Star Wars Trivia Night at a local bar. Um, Good for you. Good for you. Sean, what's your shirt say? Um... It's uh, it's, a, it's a language you wouldn't understand. Dang, Elvish, cool. Janet Van Dyne fan club. Um, <laughs> real quick, because we've been going long. Uh, I checked something off my watch list, guys. What'd you watch? Wasn't feeling that great one day. Which watch did you get? Went to home. <laughs> <laughs> Went home a little early. Miranda was gone with the kids, so I sat on the couch, opened up my TV, Amazon Prime, put this movie front and center, right in my face, and I said, Transformers. That's on my list. I've heard nothing but good things. I watched. Top Gun Maverick. Oh my gosh. Oh. That was a great movie. There you go. Hyped me up. It's a fun movie. I saw a naval recruiter the other day. Oh I am joining God. the Air Force. <laughs> 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 no, I'm just kidding. It was a great movie. And I watched a Tom Cruise movie, Sean. Thomas cruising up there <laughs> in the skies with his jet. I thought it was a great story. Loved it. Didn't even see the first one. Didn't matter. The first one doesn't, honestly. Couldn't care less about the first one, and I did see it. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Top Gun Maverick's a good movie, though. Good movie. What's his name? Miles Tiller? Miles Teller. Yeah. I Teller. hate that guy. He's got the most punchable face. I hate that guy. <laughs> I swear. And I thought I liked him in this movie. Liked him in this movie. I'm like, oh my gosh. And it's because they No, made- no. I can't be wrong, but maybe I am. <laughs> <laughs> because that other guy had an even more punchable yeah, face in the movie. And then he comes back at the end. He's like, he saves him. Freaking saves him. That's like, yeah! Everybody's a hero. But then he's like... I'm so great. And you're like, come on, man. That's why they call me Hangman, because I always leave you hanging. But then you didn't at the end. It was good. I liked it. It was cute. Did you see that, David? It made I me haven't. believe. But you yeah. just ruined it, so I don't need to. They save him at the end. Um, <laughs> There's so much more to it. I was going to say, we need to do a uh, best character list now. Yeah. Because where there's negativity, there needs to be positivity. Right. How long is this episode right now, Austin? Sean, we've been going for like two hours it's and 20 a two minutes. two hour. Yeah. So it's funny because uh, that 
positive one will be like 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, this yeah guy's good. I, I like them. Like They're good. Next. So powerful. He's so cool. I like him. He's a good boy. What will Austin cross off his next lesson next? Uh, it sounds like, Austin, all we got to do is get your wife and kids to leave you alone for <laughs> extended periods of time I while just, you're sick. I just need to get sick more often and come home early. So we're going to put you in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Easy. I'm just too healthy. It's for the nerds. Word. All right, Dave, you want to close this out? Yeah, we had fun doing this list. Uh, I love, I, I found that personally, I love to hate on things. There's a reason we had David run this episode. <laughs> I think that's the most I've ever talked in my life. I'm How do you feel now? Janet. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go home and complain a little bit more about Brie Larson and Emily and it'll be a good day. I had a good day. I hope that works out for you. Like comment, subscribe. There's a lot you could comment. Tell us what you hate. Yeah. Tell us what you love. Tell us what you love to hate. Do it all. Get Gertie on the line. Let her know. Get her on. We uh, we need her to subscribe. And we, know more. we need more Gerties to subscribe. And we we love you. We cherish you. Mm. We need you. This and is podcasting. This is podcasting. Peace.